Sunday Book Club. Um, I'm Annie, I'm your host for the week, and I am joined by Sophie. Hi. And Fee. Hello. <laughs> it's been a while since we did this. because. What so- did I do? No, no, it's not you, it's it's Fee. She forgot that she answers to Fee on this podcast and went to answer <laughs> to Sophie. <laughs> so Sophie saw my facial expressions as I was about to be like, <gasps> and then she just... Yeah, it just start, it started from that, really. Yeah, that was not you. Uh, that was that was us. Because <laughs> I I didn't do the introduction exactly as written. And I was like, oh god, did I do it wrong? No, you were perfect. You were Thank perfect you. as podcast <laughs> queen. So in this episode, this is our book of the month episode, and we are talking about the first half or the first book because it's very conveniently split into two for us of um TikTok's one of TikTok's other favorite books. Uh, Donna Tartt's The Secret History, um, a book that has been lying around waiting for us to read it for a while now. We wanted to do a book that felt back to schoolish, and although, oh, really resentful of having to say this, we also wanted a book that felt autumnal, <laughs> even though Autumn doesn't yeah! start until September 21st. Boo, tomato, tomato, no. <laughs> yeah, so when this episode comes out, it will not be autumn. Well, I mean, what what is autumn really? Because autumn, autumn is about the season. Now, hang no, on. it's not. Autumn, autumn is, is about, about seasonal change. Has the air gotten cooler? Yes. Are the leaves falling? Yes. Therefore, autumn has arrived. <laughs> if we are going purely off an equinox calendar, which was based based off the weather changing, and so they thought, okay, let's divide it into four. No, that's uh, not true. The the equinoxes are a proper scientific thing. But if you help me, you walked into that one. <laughs> the equinoxes are about the distance between the Earth and the Sun. Yeah, that's why okay, the equinoxes are the longest. But day. what if? But but sh- should we have maybe something that detects maybe the uh, global warming no, calendar no, instead? No, based on the equinoxes, and the equinoxes have specific dates, and they're the same dates each year. Well, then tell the leaves that. Tell the leaves that because it's late aren't summer. Listening. It's late summer until the twenty second. Boo! <laughs> Boo yourself. Uh, tell that to uh, all basically actually every shop on the high street because. Pumpkins what? are everywhere. Oh, you know yeah. what? You, you know, should tell Starbucks. Capitalism does, but like Starbucks, I think, can't is the instigator. The definition of awesome. I mean, that's you know just what? capitalism. <laughs> I think I think you should write a letter to Starbucks, and because it seems to be that when and as soon as the pumpkin spice latte comes out, suddenly every shop turns into autumn. <sighs> capitalism. Or yeah, coffee. that's capitalism. No, capitalism. Because it's not well, about coffee. Capitalism's it's about everywhere. Coffee. Capitalism's <laughs> well, yeah. everywhere. You can't get rid of it at this point. Yeah, but so... you know what? It's not in my heart. I can keep it out. By <laughs> but remaining... it's in your wallet, hun. <laughs> I wish there was a little bit more capitalism in my wallet, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's just embrace the autumnal vibes. Anyway, so, secret history is really <laughs> Richard. I'm cutting this. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the secret history is narrated by Richard and follows a group of undergraduates at a small liberal arts school in New England who are in an exclusive Greek language seminar and the dangerous choices they all make together. Um, we kind of covered this. My first bullet point is autumn slash back to school. Are we feeling? Are we feeling Septembery? Not autumnal, but. I feel extremely back to school because my life is still run by the academic calendar. I mean, back to school is a concept that has no meaning for me <laughs> anymore. The year is just the year to you. The year is just the year. I, my life is now ruled by financial quarters and not like... Uh, oh, um, fair enough. Or whatever. So I'm like, September is back to school in that my colleagues' children are now in school and like that's it. Mine... I don't know. I don't really associate back to school anymore i just don't feel that anymore um it's of course of course you don't of course neither of you do that's so weird to me because september (laughs) is like my new year you know this is when i make all my resolutions about what i'm going to be doing differently this year and i start off the year by like really intensely planning my lessons and being so organized this is when i buy notebooks and stationery you know yeah it's weird Mm -hmm. because 
the thing is is when you are out of education and academia there is no like summer holidays really mm. the the summer holidays are that maybe two weeks you took yeah. to cyprus but not yeah not i mean i was working weeks. through the summer like my job doesn't yeah. stop my job is just so different through the summer you know that's the thing you experience a change like yeah. a significant mm-hmm. change that allows you to associate your time to your daily calendar, yeah yeah your daily routines to the academic calendar whereas people who live life outside of academia it's just like well you know spring and summer are no different really yeah. so yeah. except, except the, the heat waves you know well, so. but did this book successfully make you feel back to schoolish i did enjoy yeah i, I think it did actually because it is very do you know what it's not what's nice about it is reading it as somebody out of academia but still like in the same age range or just under the main protagonists Mm -hmm. so you feel like you can relate to the characters essentially in terms of age at least and um Mm -hmm. and almost just kind of associate your time back at university or school yeah i definitely mm. did find that funny like thinking about uni and just being like how much i like i definitely find it funny oh when god you actually like... did latin and greek at uni right or greek at least no i did that at school and then i was doing old languages but not like okay so i was doing like you in know in my head i thought you took like an optional no i took optional old norse not oh but, okay but like i was very I was different just, language <laughs> You know, I was in one of those like small one-on-one classes studying Asian language, but that's the closest thing. Yeah, but I I was funny thinking just like how when he starts the uni and he's like, he's like, oh, these people they seem so cool and so mysterious. Where my immediate thought would be, run, run as far away from these people as you possibly can. They sound like the last people I would ever like. This level of classicists, the last people I would ever want to spend my time with. Oh, you know what? Gosh. It's I had, run. <laughs> I had such like envy at how good they are at classical languages i it would be so convenient to have that level of level of language henry really the only one that's actually good at it yeah Yeah, the others pretty it's it's that moment where well they're certainly better than me at ancient greek i would love to have a working knowledge of ancient greek yeah i mean it would be really nice to have that level of just for (laughs) research purposes at this point but um i was also it's that moment where henry's can't sleep and so he's translating paradise lost into latin as just an experiment mm. yeah and i was like i so first of all that's very close to my research area i'm thinking about um the anglophone epic so like the transition of epic poetry into the english language mm-hmm. but also mm. having that level of compositional latin would just make my life so much easier <laughs> Like, I must be one of about 10 people in the world sitting here like, God, it would be so convenient to have some better Latin. But like, I was so jealous in that moment of his Latin ability. I feel like this is kind of, you know, like they say sex, drugs and rock and roll. This is like Latin, cigarettes and like translations. I don't know. It's just, (laughs) it seems like one of those... They're, they're the re- rebel kids of classics. Do you know what I found really odd was it reminded me of the Greek class that I think were both of you part of Greek? Yeah. yeah. And the fact that you had a very small class that was I mean, out of hours. There were about 10 of us. Mm-hmm. And it was tuesday mornings and thursday evenings so we got yeah. to school at like you had to be there for like eight right yeah 8 30 8 no maybe. we were there no well, didn't we 8 have to 30 was 8 registration 30 yeah so, so we got I think to school we for eight. like eight yeah and it was an hour until nine yeah i think and then another hour no it was longer than an hour sometimes we'd stay till five i think i think maybe before school it was an hour and then afterwards maybe it was like an hour and a half it was longer? Yeah. It I was, can't remember. This was a while it ago. It was a lot. Whoa. Anyway. I remember, yeah. I remember a few people were doing it. And I know that... There are about 10 of us. Two of my friends who 
were who were Greek, like in yeah. uh, oh, ethnicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I I can't I think they did drop out because they realized it wasn't them learning Greek, it was them learning ancient Greek. And so they were like, this is not what we thought this was going to be. So just as just curious asking, did you feel like you had like this little club as these as Greek? It certainly wasn't this. No. And it never felt like this. Like No. But I can see from the outside it would have been because like we missed register for it and we, you know, there was a kind of but in actual practice it was just hard work. Yeah, like <laughs> like I said, if if I encountered these level of classicists, I would run the other way. As someone like I did Greek to A level, I would run from these people because people that make it their entire personality, I do not want to be anywhere getting near you. Was there anybody yeah. that did kind of make it their personality? No, I don't not think so. Not at school. No. No. Oh, fair enough. Okay, so quite sane people in the club. Thing is, though, do they make it their entire personalities? I don't know. Like, there's just something about the way that they act, and I'm just like, oh, God, no, no, no. I don't want I don't to think they it. make it their entire personalities, but I think it almost gives them a leverage you know like it makes them feel more entitled yeah or, or more intelligent than than average yeah there's there's something about the way that they have it that i don't know it just it just it just like it's just immediate just like no i don't know i don't want to be any of these people i might have stopped thought that at the beginning of the novel but by the middle of the novel i quite liked them apart Did from you? bunny Did bunny you? was the worst and i hated yeah, them like i liked all the them. rest of them uh... really yeah i thought they got oh my a god more... henry translating paradise lost into latin it's yeah but sweetie. is that the only thing you're taking away from henry at the moment like he's... okay yeah yeah no he does also he's, cross he's and a execute a murder but like, yeah you can sort of not not what you can understand but like and, and uh oh, first of all how funny is it that they're called charles and camilla I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, Francis this is also seems like a sweetheart. I like Henry. I like I like Camilla. I mean, I can take or leave Charles. He's not that. Uh, Richard <laughs> is annoying and kind of Sorry. stupid, but I I, I definitely think... like Henry and I like Camilla. I really like Henry. Henry is a sweetie pie and a bunny rabbit. No, but is he? I... No, he's not. He is definitely not a bunny rabbit. He is. I don't like any of them he's kind of like one of those dogs that you think I are cute think and you can pet get away with murder but he could bite your arm off you know if he wanted to he could bite your arm off he's pretty he's pretty conniving also i just like i don't like him see henry is the one where like i find it i find him and his like relationship classes a bit weird. like when he just shows up and he's like oh i'm going to murder him with mushrooms because they did blah 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 this and I'm like Henry bro Calm this down, is yeah. not ancient times <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah exactly together. exactly he's he's I don't know I think he thinks he's like this Greek emperor or something I don't know what is up with him at the moment but I don't like that I like him like I know that he's a bad <laughs> person doing bad things is, wait Annie is this your red flag thing is this just how you <laughs> Is this what this is? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. you have a history of liking people that have massive red flags in front of them. And I'm wondering, <laughs> is this where you're coming from here? He's just like, I, I... What do I like about him? Why are you looking past his complex nature? What is it about him that's charmed you? I just sort of think that He's kind of an idiot in a in a sort of charming way, you know? Oh, God. He can't sleep, and so he's translating Milton okay. into Latin. And he's like, you know, he doesn't think of, like, you know, pushing someone off a cliff first. He first thinks of, you know, poisoning them with exactly the right amount of mushrooms. Like, he's a sweetie pie. He's not a sweetie pie. He wants to kill. He doesn't want... To, I, uh, okay, so the thing about he him is like, a, wouldn't you 
at this point wants to kill Bunny. I mean, obviously yes. you shouldn't, but like, yeah, I mean, I'll end, say I was, like, it into the ether, but I won't commit it. But like, know? the thing is, I can understand feeling sympathy for Henry because Bunny is so awful. Like, yes. he is horrendous yeah. that I understand yeah. feeling sympathy for Henry. He just has to sort of put up with him. But at the same time, there's just a level of like, entitlement to all of them that i just can't get past yeah that at the end of the day is just a problem for me this whole kind of like oh but oh, you know us these very rich people we would never be treated fairly by the law i was like fuck off, fuck <laughs> off. no 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 daddy will pay for it and then you'll just get off scot i know they were like oh all the vermonters hate her but i was just seriously like bro come on I can't you're, deal with you're you today. Not wrong. You <laughs> I know? can't. They are all awful. But, they but I have awful. a weird amount of affection for them. Richard annoys me. Bunny annoys me. I don't really have much to say about either Francis or Charles. I'm, but do I you know what like annoys Miller. me about really like Richard? Him. Is that what? he's old enough to know better. Yeah. Is he that much he's, older than that? He's 28. He's 28. Yeah. Richard's 28. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Because he's done already, like, his university degrees. I don't know what he's doing. Like, he got here for. Did he get here on a scholarship or. I thought he transferred. Well, he's 28. I think that's true. No, I believe you. That's just so weird. But but that's the thing, like, it, even if he was just, like, 25 or something, like, you'd be like, you're old enough to know better not to give in to peer pressure. Or, like, but but is that the cultish nature of this class? You know, like, all for one and one for all. It, you know, and we're all in to kill Bunny. Like, either you're in or you're out the classroom, you know? It's like if you walked into your maths class and everybody said, right, we're going to pretend... That we didn't have any homework, and now you all have to be in on it, like to fool the substitute oh God, teacher that you didn't that. have homework. I hated it. I I was so bad at that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm, I'm saying. You know, like is Richard just a victim of having to kind of no, like no, along? Richard, because is Richard older than all the rest of them? Like, how old are the others? No, I think they're all around the same. Actually, I don't know. Because I'm not sure. I looked it up and it says Bunny is 24, according to the internet. But I can't find ages for the others. I'm Googling it now. Yeah, that's what I... (laughs) Yeah, no, he's 28. Oh, no, no. He's 28. He's a 28-year-old graduate student, but this is a flashback. Oh. Oh, so so his narration... Yeah. so He's he's still a student? He's still a graduate student. This might be a spoiler. We've only read the first half and we're going to read the second half. Wait, he's still a student in the in the non-flashback part? This is not ever going to leave university. Holy what? shit. My God. <laughs> Sorry. Academia that... for life, this guy. He literally <laughs> like, stop said... Stop studying it. and he's not teaching. Oh my God. <laughs> um... The thing that pisses me off, though, about... The sort of the, the the privilege of the university is there's this moment where oh he's twenty years old oh he's twenty in the fl- oh okay that does make sense that makes so much more sense oh so it's when he's talking to George LaForge um about transferring into the ancient Greek uh, stream right mm-hmm. uh he leaned back in his chair forgive me. But I should think the elitist values of such a man would be repugnant to you, he said. Frankly, this is the first time I've ever heard of him accepting a pupil who is on such considerable financial aid. Being a democratic institution, Hampton College is not founded on such principles. Well, he can't be all that elitist if he accepted me, I said. And then I wrote underneath a tiny liberal arts college in Vermont is already an elitist institution. Like, it's not. It, they're sort of elitism within elitism, but all of them, yeah. like... Yeah. Certain elitisms are bigger than others. My my problem with the, the sort of the... No, not even my problem with the accusation of elitism, but 
I don't think anyone else in the book is better than them, you know? They're all elitists at this tiny elitist institution. And they're all, you know, Donna Tartt is, is not actually grappling with the elitism of the Academy as a whole. No. I think it's about she, the elite. What? Well, it's just the elitism of the certain characters. Yeah. So yeah. I think she can, she, the whole, like, all of this is elitism. You know, mm-hmm. I small liberal arts colleges are an elitist institution, and I don't. And you know, academia as a whole has a problem with elitism, and this is somehow a book about elitism in academia that doesn't think that academia is fundamentally an elitist institution. Maybe I mean we've only read part one, so maybe she's going to. Could she grapple that in the second half? I hope so. But I sort of doubt it though, because I think there's this idea that, you know, this ancient Greek enclave is an elitist institution, but you know, the college as a whole is democratic and and equalizing. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't it, she she could turn it around, but I, I somehow doubt that I, I'm not expecting it, you know? Yeah, I guess it depends on where the focus continues to go. Is it just primarily on these characters and on the class, or is it going to expand mm. to an I, institution? But I also think everyone... I also think she sort of buys into the value of a small elitist group of, of Greek scholars, because if you think about it, all the scholars, the students you know who don't study Greek, she seems to despise yeah yeah that's true like they're definitely not and i can't tell if that's just if that's richard Richard. because it does yeah that's yeah because like obviously richard but because yeah like judy i would say judy pooby and um bunny's uh girlfriend yeah but then Mm. again i can't tell if that's because it feels like there's there's a level of sexism and elitism to them, but I, I feel like that's Bunny and Richard, maybe? Yeah. I don't know, though, I can't because, tell. like, Camilla is somehow... I mean, I think it is sexism, but Camilla is, you know, different, but, like, fundamentally different, she's supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know? There's this yeah. idea of the kind of... the fundamental distinction between these people and the people who don't know ancient Greek and the idea that Richard you know Richard is a scholarship student but he came to the college already wanting to study ancient Greek and that was what made him different from all the rest of them so there's almost this hierarchy within the group Mm -hmm. Mm. and then upon that you've got kind of you know you've got this sort of small pyramid of hierarchy within the group of them but actually it's just part of a bigger hierarchical yeah. Tri- yeah. triangle yeah but like well but also i don't think it's a coincidence that it's the stupid one that's also awful and annoying and gets killed yeah i i think it's well it, it is that like arrogance that even though he's stupid it, it's almost that confidence factor you know like but the extent to which his that the awful parts of his personality are also to do with his unintelligence, you know? Yes. Like, I I don't know. I think this book fundamentally buys into the elitism of the institution, you know? Yeah. Do you think it romanticises it? Oh, God, definitely. I think it's like, about think... romanticising. But do you think it's, it, it's almost doing that... I guess it's hard to say only reading the first part but I would say in the first part it definitely I'm not yet sure if it is almost making an observational comment on it or if it is just generally how the author wants to portray this sort of place. I think I really need to read the end of it because I think I don't fully know like how much of this is Richard buying into the mentality of the people mm. in the group and yeah. projecting this level of elitism like he's 
are conscious of the fact that he's not at their level. So how mm-hmm. much is he like putting on and projecting and taking in these things? It will be very interesting to see how it goes because I can see it coming out the end and it's still having those same values. But so it really depends on where Richard goes as a character, mm-hmm. I think, as as to whether or not I think that some of that is just kind of baked in to the novel and is not part of the commentary, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's the whole part about judging a book when you've only read half of it. <laughs> that is true, yeah. But I think um, it's interesting sometimes to think about, like, what did we say about something? How does our opinions change? Stuff like yeah. that. Should we talk about the murders? Uh, plural. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a very integral part of it. So yeah, yeah. Because so. um, yeah. like, I mean, the first murder basically happens because uh, they think. Well, they... which is the first murder though? Because the book tells you about Bunny's murder before it tells you about the other murder. So okay. it was weird. I wasn't surprised by Bunny's murder, but I was very surprised by the other one. Oh no! I thought. Oh no! I did. I wasn't surprised, but I don't know if I knew that. I might have known that. Like maybe I was I was really not at surprised all... by either because I knew going in it there was going to be well we knew going in Bunny was going to be murdered mm-hmm. yeah that was kind of the first thing piece of information we got but I thought it might be more like a a Leopold and Loeb style smart people murdering someone to prove that they can think I was surprised that there was another murder. Not like, I wasn't like, oh my god, I didn't see that. I mean, I didn't see it coming. Like, I was surprised that... <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. I think I knew, I might have known that this was about dumb classicists who decided to perform an ancient ritual and killed someone, like, vaguely in the back of my mind that I wasn't really thinking about. But the moment I realised that there was a secret, I was like, oh, shit. They've been doing back eye rights and they murdered someone. <laughs> no, I... I, the whole thing took me completely by surprise. Even that, like, really obvious, it, the foreshadowing of it, I picked it up eventually. But, like, at the time, I was just like, yeah, no, this sounds like the thing that they're talking about. That makes sense. That, yeah. I didn't, like, pick up on it as foreshadowing as it was going on. I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think that act surprised me. I think I was more surprised of... Henry being at the forefront of it. Do we know that Henry's at the forefront of it? No, but I think by the way he's... Well, it feels that way because he's the one who told yeah. Richard about it. He's the one... And, and you can see, like, Francis is really shaken up by it. So for Henry to have such a cool head about it all is quite chilling to me. Yeah, like, I don't think Henry... Henry doesn't care that he's killed someone like no it does not affect he doesn't feel he's just like it's it's an inconvenience to him because now he has to cover it up and now yeah it could Mm -hmm. you know inconvenience his life he's not he's not like francis seems to be genuinely kind of semi-horrified by what they've done but yeah henry it's just an inconvenience and it's this insignificant person kind of got in his way and they killed him and it's not his fault it's not his fault he was doing something incredibly stupid and reckless and trespassing on people's lawns like this man shouldn't have been around when he was out of his mind like that's the vibe i get from henry which is another reason why you know i don't think he's a sweetie pie to quote annie like i don't like that i like him i just is it like or is it just like interest in him i think he's one of the most interesting characters like I know I hate Bunny, but he's an interesting character. But Henry is like, I'm not sure how to feel yet, but he's complicated, but he's interesting. I think it's because Henry is so mysterious. Yeah. Especially at the start, because he seems the least kind of, he's the least interested in Richard. He's the least kind of welcoming, if that makes sense, in the sense that you know, Bunny is horrendously mocking him and it's not really being welcoming, but yeah, you know, there's a layer of condescension to how they will treat him, but, like, Henry just seems to have no interest in Richard whatsoever, which kind yeah. of makes him the sort of most mysterious member of the group. Mm. Because he's all, like, oh, he's the closest to Julian, oh, he's the best at the classics, and yada yada yada. Mm. What do you think about, like, Camilla? Because 
Richard briefly touched, like towards the end of the first part, kind of talked about um, the fact that Camilla is a girl in this male-dominated group. Mm. And she is t- still treated as such. And no matter how well, uh, like smart she is or or how hard she works, she will always be viewed as Yeah, it was when Bunny female, made Camilla do his that ironing that I was like, okay, I'm glad you're dying. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... He didn't deserve to... Do- like, his death is also a terrible thing and murder is bad. But, like, mm. I hated him from the moment he made Camilla do his ironing. I... But honestly, though, I disliked him. I disliked him from the beginning. I never liked Bunny. I don't think it's no. like Bunny. But I think that's yeah, that's the point. I think that's why we're told he dies so early on. Well, it's... but like, wouldn't it be that? I think is part of the reason why I feel like there is a kind of the book is willing to forgive them for murdering Bunny because it, like it sets Bunny up as awful right from the beginning, and Richard likes Bunny, but. The you reader don't. doesn't, I don't Well, think. I think that's what kind of makes, you know, it's that Agatha Christie murder aspect, you know, that the most unlikable character gets killed. So you're kind of, you don't feel like you've lost someone to to make, and that makes you keep reading the story. You just want to find out who did it and why they did it. Yeah, but, but you, you understand. Well, we know that, but well, I, I want to know what happens next. Sure. Yeah, we we haven't like, reached the point where Bunny has died yet. Like, we they... for sure know Bunny is like we yeah, know we Bunny have. dies. I thought they pushed him off a cliff at the end. Yeah. That's how it ends, right? Well, it doesn't necessarily say that. Oh, uh, I mean, it yeah, just it says he. Wa- say... It just says Henry walks well, closer. But and then it that ends. Line. Um... There's something about the look on Bunny's face, like. As he really right, looking for new ferns. That's that's what it says that Henry says right before he pushes him off the cliff. You know? What are you doing up here? said Bunny, surprised when he found the four of us waiting for him. Why looking for new ferns? said Henry. And after we stood whispering in the underbush. Like it's and that's from the, the prologue. That's the prologue. But I yeah. but like I'm I'm saying like but then as we're reading we get it, that line again while looking for new ferns. Yeah. Part one. Yeah. So yeah, Bunny's dead. We just haven't seen the body, like Yeah, exactly. But he's dead. Like it, it, yeah, he's yeah. That, but that's what I mean. Like we've reached the point of his of the moment without being yeah. told it's the moment. You know, without saying he pushed Bunny and Bunny died. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think it's gonna say he pushed Bunny. <laughs> That's not really the right. No, style. I think I think in the first page of part two, it's gonna be like the day after or something, yeah. or a yeah. couple of hours after. Like it will never talk about the moment. I'm not expecting it to talk about the moment. No, I think maybe that... in maybe the very end. Maybe. I think this book kind of writes around moments. Like you often circle back to them. Things mm. don't happen you discuss them later that's a lot yeah. of how the first, that's a lot of how and part of that is just because Richard isn't there but that's also just a lot of it because of it's all recollection you kind of go around the thing without quite reaching it mm. but do you know what I thought going into this book I thought it was going to be more of a whodunit rather than a let me let's have a discussion around the event without talking about the event done it but you know who done it you know but it's that's what I'm saying. Why, we it's know a why done it kind of thing, not a who done it. Yeah, it's like a why. Yeah, it, you're right. It's a why done it, not a who done well, it. Well, but even then, we know why done it at this point. Like, yeah. Good. So I'm, I'm. Why done it? But I'm now wondering... it's the cover up. I think, and now it's like, how did they get away with murder? We did the why done it, and now uh... it's how do you get away with murder? I think because now mm. they have just pushed someone off a cliff, and now they've murdered two people. Uh, so what are they going to do next I think is what the second part is going to be how did you find the pacing of it I found it quite slow and in times I was it's 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 sort of languorous it is and I understand why people like I don't I don't know how to describe it's more one of those books that you you literally like carve out your evening for because it's so long 
in in like it's not event after event it's not fast pacing it's not like i'm gonna read this in a week it feels like after a couple of pages you have experienced like a month of reading yeah. this yeah yeah i mean like i did read it in a week and i think i read it mostly in like long chunks i kind of waited until i had. I read it time. in an evening and a morning i think i did it i didn't enjoy it that i read it i tried to read it so quickly oh i quite like sort of reading it in sort of one or two goes like i i quite appreciated that but i i think the thing for me was that like i generally try and like I didn't want the moment I kind of got a little bit into it I realized that I didn't really I wanted to try and read like chapters as a whole because I didn't want to get stuck in the middle of a chapter and then come back and be like what the hell is happening um but that was actually quite hard because the chapters are long there's only like in 300 page chunks no oh no I didn't like that it just it was too much I mean, if you read it in 300 page chunks, that means like you read three, no, three 300 page chunks. Oh, three. <laughs> like the whole first section was 300 pages. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking, I Annie, you read it in one go. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's also not a very good, I tried to read it when I was on the tube. It's not a good tube book. No, no. No. It, it, you really do need to like sit need, down like, with it. Cup of tea and a comfy armchair. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I was on holidays, I was just like reading it, like when I was back out, like where we were staying, and that was better. Like I don't think I'm gonna read it on the tube, which is how I normally read our books. Like I got the bank holiday Monday off, so I think I'm gonna try and read most of it over the weekend. Yeah, mm. because I don't know, I I don't really want to read it on the tube. I don't feel like it's a tube vibe book. <laughs> it's definitely not. I I found myself yeah. so, and the thing is, you've got to then. If you don't reach the chapter, if your if your trip's not long enough to read a full chapter, and you're just halfway, and then you'll the time gets confusing, and and like it will cover, like you'll go through a lot of time within yeah. one chapter. It's not mm-hmm. like one chapter is a couple of hours or a day or or a week or something. It's like yeah. time jumpy. Yeah. I don't think I would have ever read it had we not forced ourselves to read it. Which I is think why I would I'm have very glad. Read it, but I think I would have I I think I would have taken like a good few months to read it. Mm. I think it's a very slow book for me, personally. Yeah, I I think I never would have got to it unless we'd done this. So I'm glad we're doing it like this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think I would have read it. I'm certainly glad to be reading it. Do you do do any of you yet understand like the cult love for it yet? Mm, no, if I'm being yes. completely honest. Yes, mm. I don't feel that way about it myself, but I get it. You know, I I don't think I've got it yet. I I'm I think I'll have to wait until I finish it to understand. I feel I, like. I, I need to like understand what the people in the cult are saying about it and then I'll under- and then I'll know what they like about it and then I'll be able to understand if I understand the cult love because at the moment I don't know what the cult people like about it aside from dark academia vibes like that's the only I, thing I, I can know. Yeah, I think I think it's not it's not a like a complicated or a nuanced love of it. I think they love it as an aesthetic thing. Oh, in that yeah. case I don't understand that cuz I don't really understand aesthetics as like a uh, reason to I like under- things. <laughs> I understand it as a, as an aesthetic love and I guess it's very odd because then are we loving a book almost like an accessory yes rather than content see this yeah. is why I don't understand aesthetic like this is like aesthetics like, are just not a... why I read books like I just don't understand mm. that yeah. yeah well no it's not I I certainly don't feel that way about it myself but I don't think it's like a complicated or a nuanced cult book I think it's a I think the people who love it in a cultish kind of way sort of want to inhabit its world far more than they want to think about its content I, and again I can't understand maybe. that <laughs> it horrible. I mean it is it is definitely I don't know, maybe the second half will will change my mind about that but yeah so shall we make some predictions Okay, yeah. None of them are good to go to prison, right? 
No. There will be no consequences. No. Do we think anyone else is going to die? I think so. I think somebody else is going to die. I think someone else might die. I don't know if that'll be Manny. I think, I'm going to be honest, I think it might be Henry. I would put money on that. Oh, I was going to say Francis. Oh, if see, if I think if Francis dies, I don't think it would be murder. I think it would be suicide. Yeah. What about Julian? Julian has been a surprisingly absent figure. Yeah. I I also, Julian about knows Julian. about everything. Yeah, but... Like, I think Julian knows... Julian has helped Henry plan the killing of Bunny. Yeah, but I feel like he's more of a secretary, you know, almost, and like, this is what you do. And like, oh, here's the flaws in your plan. But but it's not like he does I don't know if he's got enough passion or hate to commit. It's almost mm. like, you know. I think Julian in Henry's shoes would have done exactly what Henry did. But I think like Julian has just been absent. I don't know. I feel like Julian is gonna continue to unless his classics program gets closed, Julian will just continue to vibe at his college being weird. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think my my one like I thought of it, and then I I sort of I I think I'm going to dismiss it as an idea. I did think for a second, oh, what if Julian's the person who goes down for the murder? Ooh. I could kind of see Julian going to prison to save Henry. I honestly I don't think, but I don't because... think that's going to happen. No. no, and I think it could so easily be not even taken like. I don't think the police would look at it and think this is a murder just because... Do you think I thought that it was discussed in the beginning about the idea that because the body was... It took so long for the body to be found, I think they might know it's a murder. I think it might be investigated as a murder. Uh, what, Bunny? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's going to get investigated for murder. I do think they're not going to believe that it's a climbing accident. I definitely think... like I think Cloak is going to be sniffing around. That's my other prediction. Who? Bunny's other friend. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about it. yeah. I think yeah. I think it's definitely. Do you think Bunny's told anyone else? No, I I I I I'm kind of uh, Henry that I don't think no. he's told anyone. Be my problem. I. Do you know what? No, I think I don't think know if he necessarily told somebody, but I think he's got evidence. Because do you remember he was reading Henry's diary? And like, mm. and Henry woke up to see him reading his diary, and it's like he didn't care that he was getting caught because he has the information. Burn the diary. Yeah. But the diary. I mean, f- first things first. I- why have you got a diary in the first place, Brian? Yeah, come on, Henry. Don't document Come on, that is rule one. Don't write down what you just did. Well, this is this is my thing about Henry. I think he's so um unintelligent in yeah. some respects he's know? not savvy you know he's no. not streetwise he just is he's, he sort of trundles along you know he's academically gifted but he does not have street smarts about him no god no <laughs> like I, I i keep on going back to that to that bit where sort of richard says they're not any of them intelligent you know yeah no, they're definitely all idiots. <laughs> like academia as a, as at its finest. Because like yeah. even if Henry is very 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 good at classics, he is got really he's just horrendously dumb when it comes to like I don't know common sense. Yeah, he is. Like yeah. the way that any of them plan anything is horrendous like their plan to run away to was it colombia or something who planned that that was a disaster oh, wasn't that Ar- Argent- argentina that, yeah. yeah yeah i mean it just sounds like they read it does sound like they read like uh, like a greek myth agatha yeah. christie novel and thought yeah we can do that yeah Francis was too lazy, Charles too diffuse, and Henry too erratic and generally strange. A sort of Mycroft Holmes of classical philology. <laughs> also, the fact that Henry checked out Persian, like... Yeah, history. Persian books on poisoning. 
Yeah, I mean, come on, you idiots. And stole That's them traceable. so there was no record. Yeah, well, no, like, stole them so there wasn't I stole any them, record. Yeah. But he's like, but oh, I just like, steal a book. If you're going to steal books, steal some like modern books on poisons, you know? Yeah. Steal a medical textbook. Also, like, English. like back then when they were poisoning, it was like, it didn't, it wasn't about getting caught. It was about doing the job. It didn't matter if you got caught. Like, if you poisoned someone, that's all you, that was the job. Like, people were hired by, ki- like, people could king- kill kings back in those days and get away with it. Yeah, oh. also, you know, modern medicine wasn't a thing, so... Uh. Henry's also, not really yeah, for being that, taken to the hospital. That bit yeah. where Henry was like, I'll have some and then I'll have the antidote. And it's like, the antidote is another poison. Like, I understand your logic, but like, have you got any well, proof think, of this? I sort of think we could go either way on this book. We could really love this book or the ending of this book could make us just hate it completely. I'm very interested to see what it's like at the end. I think almost the reader has to go in romanticizing the story before like along with the storyteller you know like there needs to be some sort of um delusion i think you do need to be with richard because if you're not you're just sat there like bro what are you doing yeah it's true I I couldn't I can't stand it every time he lies to Bunny about how much money he has. It makes me want to scream. I find it so like secondhand the humiliating. Second, yeah, the secondhand embarrassment from Richard is quite intense. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god! Like, if you are lying this much, why are you around these people? Like, why do you want to impress them, Richard? Like, just, oh, get your life. I want to grab him and be like, Richard, get your life together. I don't know. Maybe I spent too much time with you. I'm just like, Richard, we need to sit down and talk about your life choices right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but also maybe it, it it's, I think it depends on what, because this book was not published recently. This was published ages ago. No, no. I think it's like it was 1992. I think it's 92. Yeah, 1992. Yeah. So I think that there is something to say about the time it was written, almost influencing the story and the characters. Yeah, I think it has a certain 80s morality to it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, this was, it's set in the 50s? Is it? Um, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about oh. it being set. I thought just because of the in way they... In my head they... it was set in the 80s. Yeah. yeah, I assumed it was the 80s. Uh, I thought They're taking a lot of drugs to be the 50s, I thought. Oh, yeah, you're right. I Do you know what? I think it was just because of a lack of technology. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just associated it with because they had no computers, no telephones, or like no, they had a telephone. Maybe they just didn't have computers in the nine in ninety. I mean, they had computers in ninety two, but they didn't have like computers as part of life. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know why. Then maybe it was the cars. I don't know. No, I think there's too many too many casual drugs floating around for it to be the fifties. Yeah. Could be the seventies. I, mm. I feel like it's the. I'm assuming. I assumed it was the eighties or when the book. Yeah. It's certainly got an eighties morality to it. You know, it's interested I, in how people get away with things and. Yeah, I got eighties kind of capitalism. Oh, you're right. Nineteen eighties. It's yeah. set in the nineteen eighties. You're right. Okay. Oh, oh well, the hair is going to be so different now in my head. I all imagine. I imagine them with like more. You know. Um, Hugh Grant oh, fluffy hair. Camilla has like a big sort of eighties blonde sort of fluffy haircut. Yeah, you know? I'm thinking big eighties hair for Camilla. I did not think eighties hair at all. I haven't really thought about what the others look like. I imagine I Henry think, has a horrible haircut. You probably gave it that sort of dark academia clothing aesthetic, and that is very 1950s in some respects. Yeah, I think I associated it with more like Dead Poet Society kind of attire yeah. and like projected that onto 
the aesthetics of the story, but it that could not to read the rest of it. I can't read. I, I I've been waiting for us to record this so I can start reading again. I have to say I'm not like I'm not that eager. Like I didn't read it this week, and I was like, eh, that's fine. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I want to finish it. I want to know what happens. I'm, I'm yeah. I want it. to finish it just so to, to almost have a rounded well. view on it. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, like, obviously I don't want to leave it unread, but I'm like, oh yeah, I could wait another week and I'd be fine. What I have to say is, you know, the story itself yeah very interesting so far but i have the aesthetics of the book itself the cover and the floppy nature of it oh no the cover so annoys me because it's matte black so it shows all the marks uh i mean yes i understand but mine's so battered and bruised right now like it, it doesn't yeah. even matter at this mine looks like it's been lived do you know it's <laughs> like lived a life in my bag at the bottom yeah. of my bag for so long so okay. yeah i'm excited to find out what we think next week mm-hmm. yeah so stay tuned yeah to all our lovely listeners mm-hmm. and um up? i think we should wrap up I think yeah. we're wrapping up yeah hmm. so next week we're going to talk about the second half of the secret history do read along we'd love to hear from you um we are on instagram what's our instagram handle the sun oh. lazy sunday book pod Yes. And we're also on TikTok where we're Lazy Sunday Book Club. Yes. Yes. That one I knew. Um, And we'd love to hear from you on either platform. Um, And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.